The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasso, the Sports Talk. It is Thursday. Thursday morning, we are live in the studio. We being me. Henry Lachey is on his way. He will probably call in in a few minutes. Thirsty Thursday. And by that, I mean I have my Starbucks. I appreciate my Starbucks. It's almost like a country club to me. My Starbucks on Armour School Road in Queen Creek. Great place to go hang out. Although it's hot, you know, they have the misters, they have the shades, like probably every other Starbucks does. But the people, the people are nice. And I'm not saying this to waste time. I go there almost every day. Almost every day. I come into there and Kathy has my grande coffee. She's pulling. When I walk in, she's pulling the cup off the cup holder. Or where the rest of the cups are. Appreciate them. I'm, I'm coming to the uh, studio this morning. Driving. It's traffic. I thought I'd leave later so by 9 o'clock traffic would be gone. But I get here in time. I talked to the gas man for a while. I got big things popping. Also, some uh, stuff happening down the road. But I'm coming in. Somebody give me a call. Tell me, hey, Kwame, I mean, I could be a blessing to your life. Good dude. Good dude. Business stuff was going on. Took too long to explain it to me. When you take too long to explain a business deal to me, that's a scam. In my opinion. Give it to me quick. You can't give it to me. You can't give it to me too quick. And you can't take forever. Because both of those, to me, are scams. But I'm interested in it. It's a lot of, he talk, the numbers were, numbers were good. Numbers were good. And I've done some things with this guy before. The numbers are good. So I'm going to check that out and see what that's about. Another scam is this Southwest. I just booked my ticket. Well, I just checked in. 9 o'clock on the dot. You got to do it 24 hours before you fly, before you take off. So I'm at 8.59 and 59 seconds. And I still get a B ticket. Now, it's one of the first Bs, but it's a B ticket all the same. But I know the scam. Here's a scam to that. Southwest, if you're listening, and you should, being this Kwame Lassie Sports Talk global show, 888-346-9144 is the number. Um, here's the scam. They don't give a lot of A tickets unless you travel a lot. And in those A tickets they sell, see, me getting a B ticket, I should have... According to when I checked in, I should have an A ticket, whether it be a low A or what. Now, Bs are good if you're early Bs. The scam is they want you to come to the kiosk. They want you to come to the uh, the front and pay $40 to move up to an A ticket. And it's worth it if the plane is full. If it's a full flight, it's worth it. Now, I know that's not what you uh listening to the show, tuned into the show for, but... 
that's my little riffraff uh, in the morning. I always have something when I come in. Something always jumps out at me, and those are two things. Um, that's a lot of stuff. I want to talk about a little Daz Bryant, another hater, another uh, talent with a lot of haters like LeBron James. It is Thursday. Last time I saw you, was talk to you guys were Tuesday, and we had a game. We had an NBA game. Five games. Was it five games? Six games. It was six games. And my prediction before the series started was the Cleveland Cavaliers were winning six or the Golden State Warriors were winning seven at home. Now, I'm not the greatest predictioner, and I might have just made up a word, out there, but I was rooting for the I had a little I had a mixed bag of how and why I was rooting, mixed feelings, mixed concerns. And I give you LeBron James last words, but I'm rooting for the Golden State. Why not them? Nobody on their roster outside of the coach and that be Steve Kerr who did a great job, let me add. Now I still believe Mark Jackson implement everything into that team and what they are. Steve Kerr got them over the hump. And if you understand what I mean by that, then you understand sports. If you're not kiss my um Tuning into another station. Um, Golden State, why not those guys? Why not Clay Thompson, Steve Kerr? Why not Draymond Green, Livingston, Iguodala? Why not those guys? Even Bogus. Why can't they win? It's been 40 years. Why can't they win? And they have the talent. Do I have to? And I know you have to go through some pains to experience joy. Everybody has to do that. But we just because you didn't see their struggles don't mean they shouldn't have success right now. Now, the reason why I wanted Cleveland to win because I wanted LeBron James to leave. I want him. See, I'm, I'm a hypocrite. I wanted him to come home when he left Miami. I didn't have a problem with him leaving Cleveland because the reason he's there now is some similarities. I'm seeing the same things. He, it looks like the Cleveland team in 2004, whenever he came there, 2007, it looks like that team. He looks like he has the same team. And that's unfortunate because I'll I, I say, I'll I read his last words. I'll quote his last word. When you fall short, it hurts and it eats at you. And it hurts me to know that I wish I could have done better and done more. But it just wasn't our time. End quote. That's LeBron James' last word. You got to be kidding me. You've done everything you could do. Look at the injuries you had. Look at the cowards you were playing with, the second-tier guy. And, and, and I will agree with Stephen A. Smith in this regard. I'm glad we never have to say Matthew Delavadova again. I'm glad we never have to talk about this guy again in regards to being significant to a team. I said on the show uh, Tuesday after Denver had a meeting to go to, last segment I talked about, about this, I love Overachievers. I don't like underachievers. I love overachievers. I don't like underachievers. Now that's obvious, I, I, I would suppose, but he's only relevant because LeBron couldn't say his name. When he learned how to say his name, he became a spotlight. When Kyrie and all those guys went down, he became a spotlight. He got into the mix of things, made a few shots here and there, made a few shots here and there. But that's just. What are you supposed to do if you're on a professional roster and you get in the game? I watched the Golden State Warriors go to the end of the bitch, bring a guy in who missed a dunk. He's supposed to make those shots. 
Crumb Lobster Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. I believe we have Doug on the line, who I don't know where he's been. He, I think he's still pregnant, but we have Demery Lachey on the line as well. I am, boy. Guys. I am, yo. Since we, uh, well, since we were on last, there was a game play. I want to get you guys' final assessment on the game and what you thought of it. Because I was going, I was a Cleveland um in six games, but I wasn't rooting for Cleveland to really to win for the sake of the city because I still I still have some concerns with Dan Gilbert and that letter. Nobody understands this. I, I I think I'm not the only one that doesn't feel like he deserves a championship. I feel like LeBron came back to give them one, and I read his quote a second ago. They got kicked out of the finals four two. They were up two one after three games. That says a lot about what LeBron didn't have. Now, remember Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love hurt. Big part of what they could have done in the finals. They're in the East, so they really have no competition. Golden State was battle-tested because of what the West brings to the table. Um, you just can't have the best player in the world and self-proclaim the best player in the world. But I think, again, if you know sports, he said that only for the reason to motivate his team. Like, what are you guys, grown men, professional men, getting paid – Whatever you get paid to do to play in your passions and ultimately to win a championship game, what are you guys going to do? I think that's the reason why he said that, and we can debate about that art if, if you want to, if any one of you guys feel different about it. But let me get your guys' final assessment on, on the game, and we'll move forward. And we, and we may take, we'll move forward from the game, but we'll still talk about those two teams and what's to come in the next year. Demery? Yeah, if you. Go ahead. Somebody got to go. Yeah, yeah, wasting right. airtime. <laughs> well, number one, you could see the West still is prevailing over the East. Still stronger than the East. The West is still going to be on top. And I thought Cleveland, after that, they went up two games to one. I started believing that the East is kind of coming up now. Um, but if you look, you could tell James was having to do a lot on his own. He didn't have that supporting cast with Kyrie out, with Love out. And I believe it would have been a different series if those two guys were in there. Teladova, he was a one-game wonder. Um, he came out. He came out on fire that game. Everybody was on him like, oh, my gosh, look at this guy now. He was never there during the regular season. He had one good game. I knew he wasn't going to do that consistently throughout the, the series. But Cleveland got hurt. I mean, they just they, they wore down. That was the easiest way to put it. They got tired and they wore down. Who are they? LeBron, they or I, I don't know who got tired because nobody was doing anything but LeBron. I could, LeBron played. He averaged forty-five minutes in a a game. That's a lot. Well, you could tell LeBron was getting tired because of the cramps he started getting. Well, he drank Sprite. He's getting worn down a little bit. He drinks Sprites at the interview. He's going to get cramps. But no, it's. I mean, it, it just was one of those things where, yeah, unfortunately for Cleveland, they didn't have two of their better players, and it showed. Well, that, those two players, in my opinion, uh, well worth their Kyrie signing the max deal before uh, LeBron even got there. Kevin Love being what he was, where he was, and his prior previous team, uh, and everybody raving about it. I didn't think he was that good. I think he was just in a small market and happen to, be, happen to be that guy. But he does, he can knock down jumpers. 
Not saying he's yeah. a scrub. I just didn't see that. He's a star. He's a star. Now, half of the league, half the guys in the league are stars. Kevin Love is a star. Oh, I agree. But when is he going to go to that superstar level? You got to want to do that. And anybody want to go to the superstar level, that's a, that's a determination. That's the determination you have in you to do the right things. Because you talk about J.R. Smith, everybody I'm hearing say, this guy doesn't work on his game. That should be a crime. And, at the end, he's opting out his last year, his six points, whatever million he's going to get next year because it's a player option, not a team option, and he's going to opt out. Where is he going to go and get that? Indiana? I don't know. I don't know where he's going to go get that. I don't see a team taking him for that right now. He opted out. He's too inconsistent. He opted out because LeBron was the only one on that team working. Uh, Even when they had a worker, he didn't play. Then when he did play, he couldn't get into the rhythm because it set out a whole game. And uh, Timothy Moscow. It comes down to a lot of conversation with LeBron as a coach, and I don't like any of it because I, I refuse to believe that a player wants a coach to beat up and not, a, not the best player in the world wants a coach to push him to that next level. There's always a next level. Always. Where did Demery go? Especially with those guys. Yeah, I, and anything. Anything. I, I really have to believe in there's always a next level in anything you do. Okay. I have to believe that. Jordan, Jordan, look for the next level. I'll give you a great example. The U.S. Open is starting today. Uh, Tiger Woods always felt like that there was a next level. He was, it went, and due to what we believe he should have been doing, which we couldn't do what he was doing, we wanted, why are you changing your swing? You were already killing the field, winning. Every time you, every three tournaments you play, every three or four tournaments you play, you will win. You will win one of those. Why are you changing your swing? But that next level, he can all he was always ahead of the curve. Great players are always ahead of the curve because of the work they put in, because they see something down the future. That insight that they have. They they are always ahead of the curve. And we couldn't understand it because we already like what we like about you and you changing it up. But when you change it up, he found a way to win even in that change it up in Tiger Woods swing. Now, mentally, he's trying to – I think he's stuck in the ram right now. I think he's stuck between worlds. And I don't think it has – and I jokingly say it always has to do with the situation he had with the women and all, and everything that went down, wife. I, I jokingly say that. Uh, I mean, it does have some, uh, some – something to it, especially on your mental – Especially on your image, because we, he was that golden boy, that clean cut boy. He was that Kobe Bryant before Denver. He was, he was, he was that guy. Yep. Well, he brought. Yeah, he well, brought a lot to go. I got a comment on that. Oh, you been on the line this whole time? I, I have a comment on that. No, it's only because I got dropped off. I was in a bad area. Oh, but okay. here we go. It's only because Tiger. Well, you know, we put him on this top pedestal, and it's the reason why because he performed and dominated at these major, you know, golf tournaments, golf events. And now we have to come to the realization, you know, he got messed up. He lost his mental toughness on the course because of what was happening in his personal life. He let that get involved. And now it's time to take Tiger off that pedestal. I'm sorry to say it. I'm glad, you know, for what he's done for the game of golf, for the fans of golf, for even in uh, certain cultures. You know, he built the game of golf to make, you know, certain cultures realize, you know, this game can be played 
It's a fun-loving game. He turned a lot of heads. But now it's time to take him off that pedestal. I want to put, change that, or that, what is it, that pressure, change it to the guys that are winning right now. Roy McElroy. He's been disappointing as well. You know, he got all the commercials now. Roy he McElroy? Has commercial with Tiger. Put the pressure on, uh, what's my guy, Jordan Spieth. This guy hasn't done a thing since putting on that green jacket. He was like, I got it made, and now I'm going to chill out. Put the pressure on Spieth, Miguel Roy, put it on these new guys, just the way Tiger had it when he was dominating his game. Why not? I think it's time to just move on. Roy McIlroy, uh, Jordan Spieth, Tiger Woods, and I'm not even putting Tiger These guys you mentioned, they looked up to Tiger. Their game is the way right. it is because of Tiger. Let me tell you why Tiger's on that pedestal. Because Tiger's the words he chooses to use in his tournaments. Tiger's as he's only concerned with majors. So outside looking in, media, fans, fanatics, we hold him to that. We hold you to not winning majors when you say that is the most important to you. Now, there was a year where Tiger didn't win any majors, but he won eight times on tour. To me, that's great. Those numbers, and he got player of the year, and this is, a, this is in the mix, the mixture of his, his outside life and where he is right now today playing in the U.S. Open. This is in the midst of all that. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, um, I, I'm a fan of, I'm, I'm a, um, I will agree with you, Demery, in this regard right here. Stop showing Tiger when these guys, these other guys are winning. Stop making the U.S. Open about Tiger. What is Tiger going to do when he haven't won in about three years? Like consistently, mm-hmm. three years ago, this guy won eight tournaments. It, were, it wasn't major. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought that was a failure. And it came down to who's going to be player of the year, Tiger Woods or Jordan Speed? Are you kidding me? You win eight times. You win four times. You're you talking about that. Now, Jordan Speed got rookie of the year. But in this instance, I'm not a fan of keep talking about somebody when there's other players doing Because I'm a fan of a lot of golfers. Tiger Woods is the reason why I golf. Got into golf. But I'm a fan of, of these guys that's out there every weekend doing what they're doing. You want to talk about Tiger Woods because it's a great story. You want to talk about so when he doesn't do what you expect him to do or what he's done in the past, it's a great story. Tiger Woods, in my opinion, is the reason why the purse is like $10 million and they split that up and the winner gets probably 1.8, 2.3, not just for winning because it's a four-day grind. Remember, these guys are walking. They're walking miles and miles and miles if you ever walked a golf course. If you've ever driven a golf course, used a cart. You, you're going a long way on some property. Now, we'll come back. We'll talk about that. I do want to get into Daz Bryant. I do want to finish up on the Cavaliers and the uh, Golden State Warrior. Kwame uh, Lash of the Sports Talk. Got to get some Johnny, Mal- Johnny Manziel in. No more money sign. I don't know why he was doing oh. it anyway. Demi Lachey, y'all can be in, on the line. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hi, this is Jake the Snake Plumber. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk with Demery Lachey and Doug Bremer. They're legit. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. 
hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hi, this is Larry Sinners. You're on Sports Talk, Kwame Lasseter, with Demi Lachey and Doug Bramer. These guys know sports. This here's a temple all the Welcome back, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. We are live. It is Thursday. Demi Lachey and Dougie B, they on location. I'm just playing. We don't have a location. 888-346-9144. That is the number if you want to chime in. That was uh, Larry Sanders, who can't talk, um, opening up the uh, segment. All right, we were talking about the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, Tiger Woods. And we got into Tiger Woods for, only for this. I was saying, and it kind of stemmed off LeBron. It kind of stemmed off the the uh, over underachieving second tier guys that LeBron was playing with. You can see the frustration. That looked like the same. The only thing he didn't do was take off his shirt on a final game when you knew he was done. And that was a young LeBron. That's what young kids do. Got to get into some Des Brown and why they hating him so much and why everybody got to say about somebody else's money. You got to be kidding me. Now. Tiger Woods came into the picture for this reason. Because the quote LeBron gave, which was, he wished he could, part of it was, he just wasn't, I mean, it just wasn't in their time. He wished he could have done better and done more. I don't know what more LeBron could have done. I don't know what more he could have, could have done in that, in that series. He played, he averaged 45 minutes a game. He had 19 minutes of rest in five games. What kind of nonsense is that? But who are you going to go to? And when the greatness, when great self-proclaimed, I'm the best in the world, which that's not even an argument. He is the best in the world. Who else are you going to put in that category and say, well, he could be this, he could be that. I'm talking about overall, the best in the world. Everybody wants to play with this guy. This guy gave him, look who he's playing with. Look where they ended up. Look who he didn't have and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, who would have been a tremendous part. And I think with those two guys, they still would have lost, but it would have been seven games. Why not now for you the think Golden? they still would have lost? 
Yes, I do. Well, why wouldn't they? I still, I think, yeah, like I thought they would win. I, the same reason I thought they would win, I think Cleveland Cavaliers still would have lost, but it would have been in seven games. I don't have any, was, I don't have any. Mo- you, I think they would have came back and won. No, it would have went down 3-1. When, they, when it was 2-1, and they went to, they, went, they were in Cleveland, and if they would have won that fourth game in Cleveland, it was 3-1, there's no way with the team LeBron has now. Golden State would have beat them three games in a row, which they did anyway. But not with that, not with that pressure and that mental of being down three-one. It, it's been done. But I don't think this young Golden State, and that's why I say, why not now? Why not those guys, guys who shoot you out the gym, the most powerful offense uh, in the NBA last year, and because they have that type of offense, they're ranked in the top ten in defense. If they don't have the number one defense, I would like to know who has the number one defense. We can always throw the Spurs in there, but I'm talking about number one defense. They, these guys, Golden State Warriors, always had teams up by or down by 15 points. They've always had teams down by 15 points. That, that's a luxury in the fourth quarter to be down, be up 15 points. And that's on a minimum. I think if they had go, Cleveland Cavaliers, had Kyrie Irving, who's an all-star, Kevin Love, who's an all-star when he was in Minnesota. (laughs) I think they would have went seven games because as well as Iguodala did in getting the um, playoffs MVP, you couldn't help out on LeBron, Draymond Green. You couldn't help out on him, and LeBron would have tore AI number two up. He would have torn him to pieces. But when you know you got help and you can stay, he has he did a great job staying in front of LeBron. And LeBron's gonna hit his shots. And he said, despite the Golden State Warriors, you're not gonna let me get 40-something points. I'm gonna go get my 40-something points. And he did. LeBron was tired because you could see in the fourth quarter he was shooting jumpers. He wasn't, it didn't look like he it looked like he was practicing. It looked like he was trying to hit those shots. He was just trying to get a rhythm. But you're not getting a rhythm in the fourth quarter of a basketball game. You just know you're out, man, and you look around. Everybody's waiting for everybody's waiting for Peyton Manning to win the game. Everybody's waiting for Roger Starback to win the game, Joe Montana to win the game. They're looking around. Uh, go ahead, LeBron, win the game for us. Get us back into position. Grown men getting paid millions. Do your part. Do your part, and I don't have to have play 45 minutes in a 48-minute game. Do your part, and I don't have to hit 40, 40-something points a night. I'm good with 25, 15, and 10, as long as somebody else is hit. When Moskov hit 28 points, LeBron hit 20 points, you, you can't win like that because nobody else showed up. You got to balance, Le- balance off what LeBron brings to the table, J.R., Tristan Thomas. You got to balance that off, especially if Moskov's going to yeah. get you 25. Go ahead, speak on it. Yeah, I agree. You're right. You're absolutely right. You can't put it so much on that one star, superstar athlete to, you know, just come in and destroy the game and put you back in place. Um, it's it's a team concept when it comes down to it. And only only athlete I've seen at a heated moment that can lead a you know team to victories is LeBron James in my era. 
uh, is LeBron James and Andrew Luck. You know, we can always fall back on that, on his comeback wins. But we're going to say that for another day. Um, I like the aspect you talked about with Kyrie Irving being hurt, your stars being hurt. Uh, LeBron, or even LeBron has some issues where it's either dehydration or, you know, he was just sore at times. That hit the back of his head, whatever it takes. And also, what you spoke about with Kevin Love, I mean, if you look at the Warriors, so I never disrespect the champion because they, you know, they deserve the championship. But if you look at the Warriors' run, I mean, I know they're thinking God that Mike Conley was hurt during the Memphis series for amount of games and he had to play with a mask on. I know he has to think, or I know they have to think, you know, uh, man, who was their first team? Who was their first round? The Pelicans? You know, if some of the balls didn't go their way, they had a few injuries where guys, some of their stars were injured. I mean, every game, each series for the Warriors, it was like a impactful player had an injury that they had to deal with that they had to overcome. And some of those injured guys were playing, and some of those guys weren't even stars. They were just key components of their team. Those guys some playing. Some of those guys were even playing. Golden State would have been I there. I think it would be a whole different series other than just how the Warriors got to the champion, to the finals. I don't think. I think it happened the way it happened because you can go back, go back for the past 10 years. Okay. And how teams got there. It was some other stars hurt on other team, but that's not my fault. If you line up and play, right. you line up and play Del Dover, I'm gonna destroy you like you a starter. You better not line up in front of me. If if I if you if you're a novelty and I gotta figure you out and it take me a game to do it, I, I'm the better than you. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I take my crap serious. Not saying that he doesn't, but he's just a role player and a very scrappy one at that, which I love. I say he's an overachiever, but uh, at the end of the day, that starting cast, that uh, that supporting cast LeBron had underachievers. At best, mm-hmm. at de- by definition, I, I don't. I don't think Golden State has to apologize for who wasn't in the game against Memphis, against uh, uh, the Pelicans, against them not playing San Antonio, them not uh, playing the uh, Sac- not Sacramento, but the Clippers. I don't think it's yeah. the. I don't think it's their. They those teams should have won, and then they would have played them. Golden State won 67 games, put themselves in a position to have home court throughout the playoffs. Then they lost it home court in the in this final series, but they got it back. They went on the road and won games. Championship teams do that. Championship teams win on the game. Look at all our great football teams. They go on the road and they beat. The thing about that is they got one game to do it. In basketball, you, you got seven, six, seven games. Right. I I, I I I agree. This team was designed, and I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna even say the D word to this team because they haven't done anything. This is the first one in 40 years. I, I say this though, keep the pieces together. Uh, get a big get a big man, and you might say they already have one, but I, I didn't see him. See, he might be on IR. He might be on a healthy IR. I don't think Golden State has to apologize for anybody who they didn't play. I think their time was now. It's a window of opportunity for all of us, and we know it. We know it when we get through it. We know it when we missed it. Everything is predicated off timing, and that's on everything. Timing. This was their time. Uh, look, look what LeBron said. But it just wasn't our time. How are you the best player in the world saying it just wasn't our time? I think Golden State Warriors, I think it's their time. I think it was their time. 
I think the MVP and uh, Steph Curry, it was their time. I, I thought um, Clay Thompson would play a huge part, and maybe his huge part that I thought he was going to play was him fouling out so Livingston could come in and do what he did. Livingston was huge in that series. I mean, I, I know you guys watched the game, but I am not apologizing for Golden State being where they are because who they didn't play. I'm not apologizing for that. And, and it happens when, when other teams like the Lakers and Boston Celtics, and I'm talking about the old school ones, and, and Jordan and those guys, when they didn't have their superstars or whomever they played didn't have their superstars on. So I, I um I uh, not I am not apologizing for them guys. They deserve it. It was their time, it was their wonderful opportunity. Kwame Lash the Sports Talk, eight 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 three four six nine one four four. It I mean, to that common point, you're right. Is it is not their fault that, you know, these injuries occurred. But we're talking about almost in the what if aspect right now because after the championship you know, the whole you subject, I think the subject started, you, you stated, you know, LeBron was doing this without Kyrie, without Kevin Love. And it so kinda, what if he had those two guys? Right. It kind of like turned said, into the what if aspect. And Doug said they would be, they would have beat the Golden State Cavaliers. I think that's what he said. <laughs> I want to I put words in his mouth. The Golden State Cavaliers? <laughs> I did not <laughs> <laughs> You said they would beat Golden State. I, yes. The Cavs would have beat Golden State if they had Kyrie and Love. Without a doubt. Oh, you agree with that too? Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking Doug. Without a doubt, like, no, yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, I can no. agree to that because I can argue that. Yeah, I can argue with that, and to the agree the standpoint that I'm in with Doug on, I think it would have been a whole different series. I think you would have seen it would have been a different. I agree with that 100. percent But why not? The Golden State Warriors' time now. Why not their window of opportunity? Because you we. What was the last team to won back to back championships? Why couldn't they win their first one and then make a move from there? Mm-hmm. Last back to back that I can think of was probably the Lakers. Spurs. Lakers. Lakers. The Lakers. The, the Heat. They won back to back. Did they? Yeah. LeBron and D Wade. They won two in a row. Because they went four in a row and they won two in a row. They won two in a row in the middle and they lost the first know. one and they lost the last I'll one. Never check that one. It's true. I'm not Believe taking anything me. away from Golden State, but I'm just saying if. If Kyrie and Love was in that lineup, you would have seen Cleveland coming back, and they would have. I, I think Cleveland would have won Game Six. I, I they you know won what? The series in Game Six. I think. Um, I, here's here's what uh, happened, in my opinion, in Game Game Three. Because Kyrie went down in Game Two, right in overtime. I think Golden State Warriors softened up because of the ability that Kyrie Irving was able to. Go out there and defend and on defense and play offense. A, a two-way guy. That's not a lot of way. That's not a lot of two two-way guys who can play defense, handle handle carry, and then go play offense. No, and, and force somebody to handle him. But I guarantee you, Kyrie is one of the few that can. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know. I'm yep. just saying that the series got two-one and going back to Cleveland because. They let their guard down because they feel like, oh, oh, that's the pressure right there. We Kyrie's gone. Mm-hmm. They don't have Kevin Love. Kyrie's gone. Oh, we should beat him now. That's human nature. Human nature does that. And I and I give you I give you an example. It's not a great example. I give you an example when I was in high school. We were supposed to play this team. Um, 
And uh, we supposed to blow them out like 40-something zip. We beat that team 7-zip because there's no way they, you know, they should have been on the field with us. We beat them 7-zip because we took them for granted. You can't take anyone for granted that lines up in front of you because you give them a chance. You give a shooter a chance to beat you, you, give a, you keep somebody in the game long enough, they're going to find a way to beat you if they're about their business. Winston Salem, what was the names of the school? I can't. Over in Virginia Beach somewhere. There's, there's no way what? they should have been. There's no oh. way. <laughs> there's no way they should have be, uh, been in the game with us. We won 7-zip. Human nature takes over. Kyrie gone. Kyrie's gone. The Golden State Warriors thought, okay, we're going to breeze through them now. All they got is LeBron. Right. Because it can't count on JR consistently. He might get hot. Not hot in a game, hot in a half. Mm-hmm. Let him get hard in the half. That, what, what's that going to do with us to a team full of shooters, snipers? Draymond Green hit it best. He said um, in one of the interviews after the championship game, he said, or before uh, game six, he stated, you know, let LeBron, we're going to, yeah, sure, LeBron, go for 40. Go ahead. He do said, what you got to do. We're going to let LeBron get 40. We'll let LeBron get 40. <laughs> That's fine on us. But guess what? Nobody else is getting over 15. That's our, comp- he, he That's our defense. It. And they believed it and they showed it. And guess what? LeBron gets exhausted going for 40 every night. Because, in 45 minutes. Yeah. And because, you know, that's one thing. He's just not used to it, going for 40 every night. He just, you know, LeBron doesn't tell himself, I'm going for 40 each night. Or because, you know, he's going to come with the assists, the rebounds. He's going to do everything. That's just LeBron. That's just who he is. He's not a guy that needs to go for 40 um, to win ball games, to win championships. He doesn't need to. But in this case and sense, you know, he's not used to that. So that's what the Warriors made LeBron very uncomfortable because now he's thinking in his head, oh, I'm so exhausted. I'm, you know, I never felt this tired. I never had to put up a 40-plus point performance each and every it's two game. Two reasons why in fact, he— the, And, you know, nights, night overnight. Two reasons why he left Miami. Yes. One, because he didn't want to be on the court the entire game, especially with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade on, on your team. And then you know that big three was supposed to be Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and— Carmel, Carmelo Anthony. Originally, yes. Yeah, it was supposed to be them mm-hmm. guys, but he had just signed that deal, Carmelo. Like it would really matter. I mean, Carmelo but for his money, so we already know that. But he didn't want to, he left for that reason. Well, I didn't want to be in the court. Another reason was Pat Riley, he and Pat Riley. I mean, you, you, he and Pat Riley gets into it about, you know, I, want, I need you to take a pay cut and put some players around you. Mm-hmm. Why do I got to continue taking pay cuts? Why do I have to continue to take pay cuts when I'm the best, best player in the world? I took a pay cut to be in Miami. Mm-hmm. I went to Miami on my own. Co- I went there on my own regard. I, mm-hmm. I, how I did it, many don't like it, but tell them kiss my and move on with it. We make decisions that are not always great, and you can live from them and learn from them, and you'll be fine. Because he donated that $3 million to charity. Let's mm-hmm. add that to it. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about a superstar's money unless you can do what that superstar does and, and what might have been promised. So you know what? We're going to have to take a quick break because I was just going to ramble on for a minute. And I would, <laughs> and when we come back, I promise you, we're going to get into Daz Bryant. Oh, thank God. I can't wait. Kwame Lott Sports Talk. Doug B. online. Jim Rache in the studio finally after getting carjacked. We'll be right back. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. 
This is Frank Sanders, former player with the Arizona Cardinals. You're listening to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show with Demery Lachey and Doug Brimmer, the number one sports talk show in Phoenix, Arizona. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. We are broadcasting from the Phoenix studios at voiceamerica.com. Variety Channel, Going Global with Gas Man, is the show that you are listening to. And joining me today is Sean Morley from the WWE, otherwise known as Val Venus, the big Val Boski. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also got a third identification as well. He Absolutely. is Captain Cannabis. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the voiceamerica.com Variety Channel. Going global with gas, man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? This is Jerome Buddha Daniels. You're listening to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk with Dan Marie Lachey and Doug Bremer. They know about this sports thing. Yeah, I like this. It sounds like a nice little Friday joint, but it's Thursday. It's my it Friday. I'll be calling in because I got to go to Denver tomorrow. Okay, Kobe. Hey, okay, I'm going to get that uh, weed and wine on, baby. Yeah, bring me back something. I got, I got what you need, baby. I got what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Denver, Colorado, here I come. They got this little spot. Let's go into Dance Brian. Okay. Yeah. Des Bryant, let me let me pick up my USA Today in sports. <laughs> let me get to I want to hear about this spot, but go ahead. Oh, first of all, I'll tell you off the air. I think Second Kev all, know about this spot, too. Kev had a nice little show going <laughs> on, man. He had, a, he had a nice show. He is. I think he's, gonna take it on, he's taking it on the road, right? No, um, maybe so, but, but, but he okay. had a nice little spot. And, um, you know, when people are dumb, they lose a good thing. Oh, yeah. Keep that in mind now. Mm-hmm. When people are dumb. And stupid. Now, I can forgive stupidity. I, I, I apologize. I can forgive dumbness because you just don't know. When you know and don't do right, you're stupid. Mm-hmm. I can forgive a dummy. When you got something good and you just, met, you just let it go for, for your selfish reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, in most cases, I'm stupid. Yeah. In we all cases, have yeah. a... Yeah, we all have distractions. We all have waste upon us. Yeah, distractions. Right it's not going to help their productivity. Yeah. At it's, the end of the day, yeah. you know, you, you you find a way to f up. Uh, I need to get I need to get on serious so I can start cussing. But I don't really <laughs> cuss like that. I just I, just, <laughs> I don't really cuss like that. Uh, trying to be respectful for the show. Cowboys, they are fine with the trio that's leaving to fill Demarco Mary's spot. Demarco had his opinion. I. DeMarco, and you, I think you mentioned this the other day. And this, this is a Des Bryant sex, uh, section in this last section, so we get into it. They are fine with getting rid of They got three running backs over there, and one of them being Darren McFadden. He's a very laughable uh, guy he is. Always hurt. 
first round out of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I think it was Arkansas. First round. Yeah, he went to Arkansas. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh, man, the, the Raiders got a nice little package mm-hmm. right there. You got that running back. They had somebody else over there, too, to back him up, what I thought was better. But you got him and DeMarco Murray. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, McFadden, Darren McFadden. This guy stayed, he stayed hurt more than, man, I don't know, boxers. This guy was always hurt. He might be revived because in Cowboy City country, he might be revived, relived. Because of that office line they have. Now, here's mm-hmm. DeMarco Mary saying it wasn't that office line that was why I got close to 2,000 yards. Did he get close to 2,000 yards? Yeah, he, he finished at 18. 18, yeah. Yeah, very close. I think it had a lot to do with the office line. Emmitt Smith had an office line. The Cowboys predicate their offense on having a good office line. When they don't, the Cowboys are not even in sniff, sniffing the playoffs. They don't have a running game. They become one-dimensional. And that one-dimension, they got Tony Romo. And Tony mm-hmm. Romo looks for... It's not that we, we Tony Romo numbers are great. They stand up to everybody, but he's not winning football games. He won football games last year because they ran the football. Mm-hmm. They were able to run the football. When you put it in Tony Romo's hand, you are more susceptible to lose football games, even with the great Daz Bryant, who, in my opinion, it's a reason why Michael Irvin let him wear that jersey, took it out of retirement, let him wear that jersey. Because the boy can ball. He can ball. That guy's a real I mean, deal holding he ball. He's the total package. Yeah. And, and and he's crazy in some sense. Because remember early in his career, you guys, he he um he had to have handlers. But let me say this to that. And if you know what handlers are, let me say this. Everybody in some fashion has a handler. Mm-hmm. Someone who keeps them under control. Right. Everybody has that. It could be your girlfriend, your it, it could be your, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it could be your wife, <laughs> Doug. Um, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you set yourself up for that one. He showed up. You, <laughs> throw, you, you threw that one out. You was like, "Hey, Doug was like, let me just get this out the way. Let yeah, me get it yeah, over yeah, before he bring it up." I wasn't even thinking about that, but it, but, but I was. But, oh, hey, I'm glad Doug said it no, just Doug, to get it out the way. Doug joke on me, so I can joke on him. He sent exactly. me all those crazy texts and Twitter. I'm about to block him on Twitter, by the way. Um, <laughs> it, everybody has handles. Now, Dan's brother had to have handles because he was, he was, in my opinion, mentally mature, immature. He was doing things that I don't, athletes. In general, are dumb. Not all athletes, because there's a lot of them doing great things that they won't. It don't make money to show greatness from an athlete. Mm-hmm. But it, but you'd be quick to point out that I'm paying you this amount of money and you're doing this and you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones said some things that I thought he didn't have to say in the interview. I kind of uh, brought me to where LeBron said some things in the interview. He didn't have to say. We didn't even know. How, you didn't even know how you scratch that play. Give me the ball. We going to overtime or we gonna win it? Mm-hmm. Yo, know, nobody need to know that you scratched the play. David Black drew up. Mm-hmm. You don't say it, we never know it. We just think you made Black drew up a group play, but you want us to think it was on you. Back to Des Bryant and, and Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones said some stuff in the interview. I don't think he had to say. I'm very comfortable, confident that he's going to be in a, uh, when you're paying a guy this much amount of money and 13 million for one year, that's a lot of money. You know I what? ain't going to cry over 13 million. Yes, you are. You are going to cry over 13 million. If I see everyone else in my position. If everybody, this is business as usual. If uh-huh. everybody getting paid. You the best. You one of the best players in the league. I'm saying right now. No, you, you saying right now who don't have 13 million? Right, Des Bryant got 13 million. He, he he does have it. He does deserve more. I agree with, on that aspect. But well, they made a decision. Mm-hmm. I they had a choice: get rid of Des Bryant or get rid of Demarco Mary. 
They could have got. They went out to franchise one of those guys, mm-hmm. and it would have been cheaper if they would have franchised Demarco Murray as a running back. It'd been cheaper, a lot cheaper, half half of that thirteen million dollars. But they know what Des Brown brings to the table. Nobody can cover this guy. Who's the best corner in the league? Can't cover uh, him. Can't cover him. Sherman Revis cannot cover him. Yeah. They cannot cover this guy. Mm-hmm. There's not not for a whole game. Not for a whole game. Peterson. <laughs> Peterson's a punt returner. Stop. He's a cornerback. He's an all pro corner. He's an all pro corner. Hey, hey, I'm hey. a Peterson fan. I'm a Peterson fan. He had some diabetic issues last year, right? Well, you know what? Don't hide your problem and, and have a bad season. When 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 I had a bad season, my mom passed away. I didn't say, look, I had a bad mm-hmm. season because my mom passed away. K- keep your ass off the field if you got if that's gonna be your excuse at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I hate excuses. Mm-hmm. I do too. I hate excuses, man. No, I hate yeah. guys making excuses. Yeah. Say this is what it is, and then they roll with it. That's, that's funny. Uh, Adrian Wilson had a dumb, a uh, uh, torn muscle in his stomach. You ain't hear about it at all. You know who talked about it? His coach. Uh-huh. Adrian ain't say nothing to this day about it. Uh huh. Yep. But he went out there and played. Yeah, he went out and there. And he was getting ball. beat by tight ends. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man, come on now. I, and now you have now you have to prove yourself coming up this next year, PP. Mm-hmm. Who's one of my favorite corners? I can list my top five corners, and he's in there. Yeah. I, I, and Joe Hayden in top three. Well, he's a punt returner. Oh, Joe Hayden? <laughs> he said Peterson. No, no, he's he just made, he, he made his name out there. <laughs> Peterson came in the league how he came in. Right, LSU right. first round. Uh, but when he came in, he was a splash <laughs> on, on special teams. He, oh, yeah. he set an NFL record. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. And we expected that same greatness from the cornerback position, but we never gave him a chance to learn how to play corner. You can play corner in college. You're the best in college. You don't have to cover nobody. You he did a lot of returning, and he played offense in right. college. So he's right. never really locked in and toned in on cornerback. And, and, and learned the ins and that's and what outs. Arizona wants him to do now. <clears throat> and I think he's I think he's there. Well, but Bruce Arians. Yeah. Bruce, yeah, Bruce more than mm-hmm. Bruce. Bruce yeah. more than the, the Cardinals. Right, because the Cardinals don't know. Bruce knows what mm-hmm. I need you to do. Mm-hmm. And then and they took him off the uh, – they, they gave him limited time on offense. You remember two years ago he, he was, was playing, playing offense, offense a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, but this year they said we want you to lock these guys down because right. you had uh, Cromarty, right? Who I thought still could play. And, and Arians hit it correct. He was like, if you want to win Super Bowls, focus in on corner. Yeah. If you want to just win ball games and look flashy, be a star of the NFL, go then go ahead, yeah. do some returns. Yeah. Go ahead if you but, want to. But you won't be doing. But if here. you want to win championships, I need you to to play corner. Pay Des Bryant his money. True that. Pay that guy his money. You ever seen KGB? You ever seen uh, Rounders? No. Okay. I keep Maybe Doug has. No, he hasn't seen it. He worked too much. Well, well, no. Pay that man his money. I agree. Pay him. Um, you think? I don't think he's going to miss out on any games because Des Bryant loved the game of football. Yeah, but he don't loves use the game but of football. That is not going to be my. Uh, that's not going to be my crutch for you to lean on. Not saying Jerry that, Jones, but Jerry I just Jones. can't. I just can't see Des Bryant missing any. Des Bryant don't have to come he to loves game. The game week of ten if he don't want to. And I'm healthy. Right. Well, you saw, you saw his, uh, his tweet put out, right? Which one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I did. What did he say about it? Every, he goes, everybody's voice and opinions, 13 mil is cool, but where is my security? I'll wait five years without complaining, so how am I selfish? He's not selfish at all. He needs no, some guaranteed see, But Jerry money. Jones thinking about everything I did for you off the field. Like, I gave you these two handlers so you would stay out of trouble. You, you, you know what you did, Jerry Jones? The same thing you do in your other business. You protect your investment. Mm-hmm. That's all you did. It's nothing special. You mm-hmm. protected your investment, and your investment on that team for those five years, and he turned into the superstar. That reason why we're talking about him, and you not paying him, 
What's Des Bryant? Des Bryant is not no. Des Bryant is not dumb. He done dumb things. I don't think anyone's naturally just dumb. Getting to the NFL, mm. yeah, <laughs> it, you, you're not dumb. You're not too dumb signing a 13 million dollar contract, playing for the Dallas Cowboys with a sign on your hand on your helmet with the with the star sign. Uh, Leo Collins is not a dummy playing with. The best offensive line in the NFL, and you know, not getting drafted. That's fine. I'm gonna find my way well, to putting that up. star on he my was helmet. Set up. Oh, Jerry Jones knew what he was doing, yeah. but Leo Collins know as well. I'm about to win in Dallas. I'm gonna get noticed. He'll Come be on. paid in two years. I mean, he got paid not being. Yeah, he, he, he take this two years, years, you know, to build to be a great NFL player. But it, it, he's no dumb. He's done dumb things. He's probably been around dumb people. But or dumb situations. Mm. Um, but naturally, I don't think anyone is naturally dumb in the NFL. Me and my sister actually had a conversation the other day. One of my one, one of the guys who I grew up, grew up, he was a little younger than me. Antonio Allen just got kicked off Indiana's football team. I seen it on the ticker dumb. on uh, ESPN. Dumb. He was it was a dumb situation. Dumb, you know, for dealing cocaine on Indiana's university campus. He'd never play again. No, he's not. Which he's, but I know I'm not calling this man a dummy. He's a dummy because my sister, <laughs> my sister came to the forefront. And was like, "Yo, he's retarded. He's stupid." You know, but she didn't really understand the aspect because I know some of the guys who went through. You know, Demory, who, who's done that deal. He's selling cocaine on campus. <laughs> it's a dumb thing for him to do. You're right. Uh, how he's, he get he's the dumb. cocaine? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know how that guy grew up. Well, I know the neighborhoods. I, I believe me. I grew up I, in the I'm same city. One thing I don't know his family because I didn't grow up around drugs or whatnot. But you know, I've talked to those guys. I've been around those guys who have in the same locker rooms in the same state of Indiana. I talked. We we uh, got together in camps or whatnot with with Indiana players and Purdue players. A lot players. of players grew up in certain neighborhoods. I never thought to sell cocaine on, <laughs> on Lawrence campus. <laughs> I never thought to sell anything. But my, uh, you know, you got those little debit, uh, little meal cards. Yeah. I used to sell those. I used to get those away. All right. For food. But he's naturally not a dummy. I mean. He's a dummy. See, you, you, you're a dummy when you don't know who your friends are. You're a dummy <laughs> when you continue to hang around friends who don't, won't do anything for you. You're a dummy when you're selling cocaine on campus. It was all over ESPN like two days ago. You're a dummy like, wow. when you got a free scholarship. He was a top five defensive back in the country. Chose to go to Indiana just to stay close around his family and probably around right. that cocaine. And big mistake. <laughs> and big mistake. Oh, yeah. LeBron made a big mistake yeah. too. Here's LeBron' big mistake. If you wanted to win this year, you should have kept Andrew Wiggins. Let's go to Johnny Manziel. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel is not paid. First of all, paid Dad's Bryant his money. Paid Dad's Bryant his money. This guy's well deserving of this. Andrew Wiggins, get out of here. Get out. You talking no. about you talking about the rookie of the year, Andrew Wiggins? Yeah, the rookie of the year. The same of rookie of the year that Kyrie won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you same rookie you, of the year Kevin Love was you, a nom- nominated you take for. Who cares about over rookie Andrew of the year? Wiggins? Jr. Yeah. Yes. Are you crazy? He's proven. You crazy? He's proven. Dance Brian, real quick. We about to get off the yeah, air. What, what, what you, Doug? Who you take? Come on, man. We got twenty seconds. Who over who? Jr. Wiggins Smith or, or Andrew J. Wiggins? Yeah. I'm taking Jr. Yeah, you we are. You already uh, said that. And right now, Wiggins. yes, Wiggins. Yeah, Jr. was too inconsistent. If I'm trying to win, right? What? What you did Andrew? To, what? You were trying to win right pull now. Pull up Andrew Wiggins' stats. Are you kidding you me? Pull him up. You got a computer right there. You are you kidding up. me? And we'll hear him tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about yeah. tomorrow because we ran out of time. You ran out of time. Are you kidding me? Talking about some Jr. Smith. Listen, you talking about some Andrew Wiggins who's not even proven? 
What's this guy's he name? He won Johnny? rookie of the year Johnny? because he was the only rookie that played amount of games and started. Thank God Jabari Parker got injured. Where? Are you kidding me? Because he played no, in Minnesota bro, sound, where Kevin like Love a, accelerated. You sound like a nobody who don't know what he's talking about. I don't about. know what, I know what I'm talking about. This guy played. I don't think you know. Y'all think you know what you're talking about. Are you kidding me? Andrew Wiggins. I don't care. So it's Andrew's Wiggins' fault that nobody else played. This is the same thing. I'm not State. saying it's that. State I'm not Warriors saying that. We're talking Antonio. about like, we're talking about the about same organization where Kevin Love was a superstar. Kevin Love is no superstar. Where he was regarded as a superstar because you of probably regard him like sixteen point nine, forty three point seven as a rookie. That's, that's not bad. As a rookie, that's not bad as for a field rookie. goal position. That, that's not because Jabari bad. Parker wasn't playing. He would have won I, hands down. I think Jabari. Unfortunately, well, let me see the time. What's the time? We gotta get off here. It's Kwamalas Sports Talk. Yeah. Kwamalas <laughs> Sports Talk. We got to get out this air. I wish we had more time. I wish we did. Cuss his I ass out. I no, I wouldn't. No, please. We got to. Oh, I got to break you down. We're going to be out of here. Appreciate <laughs> the gas, man. Uh, Dougie B on the line. Jim Lachey finally got in the studio. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>